This program is a paid commercial announcement. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. We say good morning to the Delaware Valley on a Saturday morning, and we welcome everybody into the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, all presented by Thrive Financial Services. And I'm super excited about um, getting into the show this morning, uh, along with David Bazaar and Brett Elam. Uh, Karen is going to take uh, the weekend off after sitting in the hot seat uh, for the last couple of weeks. She did a great job uh, in your absence, uh, David. It was nice to have her. We had two good uh, shows. Uh, we had a specialty show uh, specific to women uh, two weeks ago. And then last week, Brett and Karen got into a real good discussion over Father's Day uh, weekend uh, dealing with uh, the death of a spouse and all of the uh, details that um, follow that potential uh, scenario. I'm starting to get lots of questions. Uh, from family and from friends and from people that know uh, that I'm doing uh, this show, that I'm part uh, of uh doing this radio program on a Saturday, and, and, and I was thrilled in our pre-show prep, David, um, to learn that uh, our conversation or your focus today and Brett's focus today is is trying to deal with some of the questions that are out there. There are so many right now. Absolutely. There are tons of questions about what's going on. You know, how do I do certain things? What the heck's happening with this market? Is it going up? Is it going down? So today we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about signs of what's happening out there. And trying to quiet the noise a little bit and getting people some information that they can go on and do their planning, make some educated decisions about and prepare themselves for retirement, Joe. Don't be afraid to call uh, David, Brett, or Karen at thrivefinancialservices.com, 1-800-516-5861. A little bit later on in the program, uh, we'll tell you about the two upcoming workshops next week. Uh, And of course, those complimentary workshops, uh, Brett, are um, filled chock full 
of uh, incredible information for individuals, no cost to be there, uh, complimentary to come out, um, and we look forward to the two you're going to have next week. But they're filling up. The seats are filling up. Filling up. Yeah, absolutely, Krause. I mean, again, our passion, education and advocacy. So um, and we share some stories, take some take some of the content that we're throwing out there, which uh, um, sometimes we describe it as uh, as uh, drinking out of a fire hydrant, but then try and make it relatable to what's real out there with some of our clients that have uh, gone through some of those experiences. So, so yeah, we get fired up. And uh, again, two workshops next Wednesday and, and Thursday. So uh, we're back at it. And It's summertime. We're starting to feel the heat. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in, starting their Saturday morning with us. David, where do you want to begin? Yeah, so, Joe, what I thought I'd do, um, first of all, I wanted to thank you, Brett and Karen, for filling in. Uh, You know, great jobs. Heard phenomenal feedback, which is always good to see. But um, and, and then hearing your voice on a Saturday morning, you know, this hour. It's, That'll wake up the Delaware Valley. Yeah, right? I'd like, you know, we need to be woken up every once in a while, you know, loaded up on the coffee, but still need the help a little bit. But, yeah, we absolutely love what we're doing. So, you know, I, we get tons of questions, you know, both at our workshop. Uh, one quick comment that I want to make sure our audience knows about is that we are in the final stages of the redevelopment of our website. So we went to work on our website because we heard a lot of feedback from folks that it's sometimes easier just to connect online than it is actually picking up the phone. And, you know, people are driving, they lose the phone number. I can't remember what it was, so on and so forth. So I'd say over the next two to three weeks, probably two weeks more than three, we should have the new website launched at thrivefinancialservices.com. We redesigned it so it's easy to navigate. It's uh, full of tremendous information. And for the folks who do want to get in touch with us, we've made it much, much, much easier. You can request our book. Uh, we've got videos on there. They're going to be um, excerpts from our workshops as well as educational videos on top of that. Uh, our schedule of all the different workshops that we do. And we've included some outside the area. If you know friends and family that, you you know, because uh, that's one of the things we keep seeing on our Facebook site is um, questions coming in and commentary that this was the best thing that we've seen from a retirement planning seminar standpoint. So if you want to like us on Facebook, Facebook, or you want to uh, push that out to somebody else you know, and even if it's outside the region, uh, we can make sure one of our advisors gets in touch with folks. So uh, what I want to spend the rest of this uh, first segment on, Joe, is really kind of what's happening in the market. You know, being a you know, a veteran of 29 years in this business, it's always a common question when we get to these points, right? So, you know, the markets, whether it's the Dow or it's the NASDAQ or it's the S&P, are making kind of new highs pretty much each week and a little retracement and back high again. And people are just kind of getting confused. And, you know, I guess, I guess the main comment that I want to make for folks, Joe, is, you know, the old adage of, buy low and sell high is the theory behind successful investing. And unfortunately, and statistically, what we know is that most retail investors end up buying high and selling low. And it's more the the rule than the exception. And what I try to communicate to the folks that we get the opportunity to sit down with is just try to take a step back, remove the emotion from the equation, Watch what the successful people are doing, and that's how you can kind of base a decision, right? Because Wall Street has to sell to somebody, and Wall Street is the place that has really all the information. So I don't want to call it fake news. I don't want to call it noise or anything else, but just from a logical standpoint, sometimes wouldn't you think that Wall Street may be making things 
sound better so that the retail consumer will keep moving and chugging along at buying things that Wall Street may actually think is overpriced. But they got to sell to somebody, right? On every single transaction, you got a buyer and you got a seller. And the buyer's idea is to sell it because they think it's at a high and won't go any higher, so I want to get my price for it. And a seller's buying it because they think it's going to go higher. And there's no disrespect to our audience whatsoever, but you know, when it comes to having the information at hand, I would put my bet on Wall Street versus the retail consumer. So a couple quick examples about that. Uh, this is out of Bloomberg News this week, Joe. And uh, a big article on Warren Buffett, you know, the Oracle of Omaha. Warren Buffett is making a very rare move, and it's a sign it may be time to take some money off the table. So Warren Buffett is selling a 31% stake in a drywall manufacturer, the biggest one out there, called USG. And um, he bought the stake during the financial crisis. So Warren was able to go buy this really phenomenal company at an incredibly cheap price during the financial crisis, buy low. And now, according to Warren Buffett, kind of the seer of all investing, um, he's ready to sell because he thinks that we may be, at least for this particular company, I'll get a little deeper in the article in a second, but at least this company is at its high point. Now, the people who are buying it, which is a German-based company, doesn't necessarily think that. And when you look at the financials of the company, uh, it doesn't look that way. It looks like they got plenty of upside. But sometimes it's not always the fundamentals, Joe, that people make their business decisions on. Sometimes it's the emotion of the markets. So the one thing that I want to make sure people understand is that Warren Buffett is a buy and hold investor, very rarely sells his holdings. So I want to tell people a little bit from this article why he's doing this. I'm just going to read this. It says uh, here, maybe Buffett just didn't like the company or management. Who knows? And by itself, the USG sale might not be a big deal. But let's go back to what we discussed a few months ago. As I wrote in February, Buffett's company reported a record cash balance in its annual report, a massive stockpile of $116 billion in cash at the end of 27, and most of it in short-term treasury bills. Moreover, Buffett reported that he hardly bought anything in 2017. In our quote, in our research for new standalone businesses, the key qualities we seek are durable competitive strengths, able and high grade management, good returns on the net tangible assets required to operate the business, opportunities for internal growth at attractive returns, and finally, a sensible purchase price. The last requirement proved to be a barrier to virtually every deal we reviewed in 2017 as prices for decent but far from speculative, businesses have hit all-time highs. Buffett's $116 billion mountain of cash was enough to literally buy any of the 450 largest companies in America. But he didn't buy a single one. Why? Because they're all too expensive. Asset prices are far too high. So here is the most successful investor in modern history who didn't buy anything in 2017, is stockpiling cash, is now selling an asset that he would typically hold forever. It's true that no one rings a bell at the top or at the bottom of a market, but it seems very clear from Buffett's actions that it might be a good time to take some money off the table and wait patiently for some compelling opportunities yet to come. Joe, we talk about this at every single workshop. Not only do we talk about it, we tell people what to do about it. And when you do a review, when you sit down with 
a couple or an individual in a follow-up from a workshop and go through that complementary process, you can start to see in absolutely from the information they're providing a formula that falls into this. Yeah, and not only that, Joe, but we help them get beyond the point of people, you know, body at rest tends to stay at rest. Well, I've had these investments. I'm emotionally tied. They don't say that, but that's what it is. And we help them through that process. This is Roadmap to uh, Retirement. A great show lined up for you. Brett, I'll give you a chance to weigh in here before we go to the break in a minute or so before we go to the break. Yeah, I'm going to segue in just uh, kicking off with what David said and about sometimes it's uh, it's realizing that are we at the top and do we need to take that risk? And you know what? If I'm retired, I'm not backfilling when that market's going down like 2001, 02 or 07, 08. So you have great segue heading into we're going to talk about five mistakes to avoid when retiring early. Stay with us on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show presented by Thrive Financial Services as we come to you on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show presented by Thrive Financial Services. A good Saturday morning to you around the Delaware Valley. Thanks very much for tuning in right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Two workshops on Wednesday the 27th at the Springfield Township Library. That gets underway at 7 o'clock. And then uh, the next day, Thursday the 28th at the Upper Dublin Township Building. Uh, The start time uh, for that workshop is 7 o'clock. Taxes in Retirement. Retirement will be the uh, headline, will be the name up in lights. That's what you'll focus on uh, the 27th and the 28th. You can call 1-800-516-5861 to get information, get yourself registered for one of the two workshops. Krause, you been watching any of the World Cup yet? I have. I watched a little bit of it yesterday. Soccer. Soccer in America. Or or earlier in the week I watched it, absolutely. It's going to be lasting for a little while, so... Before we know it, it's going to be Eagle season again. Absolutely. absolutely. How about it? All right. So t- uh, today I wanted to chat about last week we talked about what happens being prepared when the first spouse passes away. And one thing we have passion about, David, Karen, our other advisors, myself here at Thrive, is sitting down with people and sometimes showing them the way how I can get out a little bit earlier than what I thought about. Because who knows the uncertainty. I've shared my story over the past couple of weeks. My mother-in-law passed away at 72 and my mother battling cancer at the age of 70 is sometimes we have in our in our mind getting out of 65 66 67 and making these plans in our 70s 80s 90s and we may never get there so it's again sharing people um, the way to sometimes get out early so i thought i'd go through these five mistakes first and then we'd back up and, and spend a little bit of time on each one so again five mistakes to avoid when retiring early number one not considering a phased retirement number two failing to establish multiple income streams. Number three, waiting too long to start collecting Social Security. I know uh, there was a lot of press out there over the the past week about uh, some changes need to be made again, so we'll comment on that a little bit. Number four, failing to visit a health insurance specialist, um, especially as we enter Medicare. That's a big deal. We get one chance to make the right decision there. And then number five, this is a big one. We see it a lot of times with our clients, failing to factor in the cost of supporting grown children. Uh, we don't know what that's all about, do we, Krause? Well, and I don't want, in all seriousness, I don't want the audience listening to be offended. No, not when, at all. When we point out these deficiencies, or you point out these deficiencies, um, they're real. It, they're real. Take it all in. 
process it. Um, it's okay to be self-aware. I think that's one that's of the it. cool things about this show is is helping us, helping me, helping the listeners to be self-aware so you can get on the right road to retirement. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the most common age that we hear of people wanting to retire is the age of 65. And reason number one, it's when people are eligible for Medicare. But just a recent survey found that 15% of results, uh, uh, pardon me, adults in the U.S. expect to retire before the age of 60. So that's 15% before the age of 60. And then another 29% expect to retire between the ages of 60 and 65. So again, the very first thing we've chatted about it on previous segments before is talking about health care. And that being the number one reason that people are waiting all the way out to age 65. But again, we meet a lot of people that do work for big companies that may offer a severance package or they may offer good uh, retiree benefits, health benefits, so that it's not overwhelming. Because if, you're, if you don't have them at your disposal for a couple, it could run you anywhere from three plus thousand dollars a month all the way down, depending upon our income that shows up on the tax return. You could be... Uh, you could be subject to receive a, a big subsidy to make it a lot more affordable. So, it's, again, it's a lot of the planning that when people come in and take advantage of that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, we, we, we take them by the hand and we go through it together and showing them the way, the, the light through the forest, if you will, to start putting those pieces together, if indeed we are going to be able to get out before the age of 65. And what are those hurdles that we need to overcome? Sometimes it's not health care. Sometimes it's making sure my children are up on their feet. Um, again, it's a balance between those all. So the very first topic I wanted to chat on and had a, had a client that we just met with this past week, um, it's very re- relatable. And, and then given what David had just spoken about as well, just given where we're at in the market and Warren Buffett, was when he came into his Krause, they had just retired. They both started Social Security. Um, they already had an annuity product that was out there that was going to provide them a little bit of guaranteed um, income on top of their social security checks. But on top of that, they were going to have to pull out an additional $55,000 a year off of approximately $1.1 million. So if you do that math, it's about 5% each and every year. And the previous advisor that he had been sitting down with had ran all the assumptions out over the next 25 years with the assumption that they were going to receive 8% growth in the market for the rest of their life. And for us, that's like financial malpractice. Like, I'm like, without a correction? And he's like, without a correction. I said, I need to see that. And it was put in it. Be like, yeah, I can make any picture look good, that things are going to be rosy. And you can go to Antarctica every other month on the Nat Geo cruise and all. But it wasn't reality. I mean, a lot of times when we're sitting down with people and taking them through the stress analysis, we show them one correction in retirement, and it can derail things pretty quickly. So that was a little bit of what we went through. Uh, when we sat down was they felt life was good because that's all they had heard previously. And I shared that one picture with them and, and I saw two different reactions. She felt like the sword of Damocles was, was swinging over her. And he's like, can you please tell her we're okay, but we need to make some changes, which exactly was the situation because they were very aggressive in everything that they had done. And again, we share a lot of times with people risk is for people who don't have who don't have what you have it's your job just to simply make sure you don't lose the point in the story though too is 
one little change. I mean, David started the program today with a lot of con with good bullet points and a lot of conversation from that from that article uh, on Bloomberg News. One change, unforeseeable change, and the picture that you thought you created all of a sudden is not the is not the picture of reality. Whenever that occurs, and they even made the comment, you know, in two thousand seven eight, I didn't change anything. In fact, I was putting more money in when the market was down. So it came back even faster. And he's like, I get it. He goes, I'm not backfilling anymore. But what was good about them is that they were younger and retired. Was he retired and went part-time? And that was a big deal. Because in their mind, when we had met, they had just transitioned. He was traveling all over the world. He's like, it's time to take a, a step back. He goes, enjoy the kids and the grandkids. Um, they, didn't have, they didn't have any adult children that they were necessarily worrying about, but they were all about spoiling the grandkids and traveling and seeing them more and so forth and so on. But what happened was that when they started taking their Social Security, they were losing about half their income. So he, he was at about $110,000 a year gross, and he was going to be getting a little, just, just a tad, it was about 1000 bucks a week, so $52,000 a year working part-time. And he said, I love it because they're giving me the ability to work from home. So as long as I have an internet connection, I can be anywhere and everywhere. So that's where we talk about not considering a phased retirement, meaning we should be thinking about a phased retirement. A lot of people are always thinking about what they're retiring from, not to what they're retiring to. And it's like, ah, this is what life's cracked up to be. And it's like, what, what, what changes can I make where we find a lot of people that go back and consult? They'll go back and uh, referee at the baseball field or umpire at the, or pardon me, umpire at the baseball field, referee at the basketball courts, if you will. So, again, it's really figuring out. Not, it's, it's so important to think about what we're retiring from, but spend a little bit of time talking about what we're retiring to. So that phased retirement of bringing a little bit of part-time income um, helps. And, and we, what we had figured out, you go do that for four years instead of the two years initially and start making some, because uh, they had some taxable income. Um, that they were gonna, that was going to show up on the tax return is that allowed for us to be a little bit strategic and not have to stress their assets and reposition them to make them a little bit more conservative. So it's the importance of talking about those first two items, not considering that phased retirement, along with having those multiple income streams. Again, as we enter that, because think about that again, we have a couple age 65, 50% chance one of them makes it to the age of 95. So we're talking about retirement before the age of 65. You're talking about 30, 35, 40 years that me and or my spouse may be going for that period of time. Here, a lot of press out there we've seen in the past couple of weeks. People talking about, hey, start taking your Social Security early. They're going to have to cut benefits by 21% by the year 2034. Now, for younger people, not some of those strategies exist that they did before, but we do meet plenty of people during our workshops that still have the ability to take advantage of those loopholes that are out there. So, again, that's part of that retirement roadmap review is come in and figure out the balance between assets and Social Security of when to do what when. Um, the important thing is you're entering Medicare as you're approaching. If I'm retiring early, heading to that Medicare, we always see AARP. Let's take their option. Let's take their option. Is vetted out. Work with a healthcare specialist and figure out what all the options are that you have available to you. It doesn't matter if you're healthy or you're sick. You're a free agent the first time you go to sign up for Medicare. They don't care how healthy or unhealthy that you are. We're all the same. But if we go to change thereafter, things change a little bit. So please work with somebody that's, that's just in that healthcare industry. And the last thing is please think about if I have adult children, we see a lot of people in the planning. It's like, I'm ready to retire as soon as I can get my kids back on their feet. 
And even if I can get them out of the house, it may be more affordable for me to give them a little bit of money to keep them independent. So, again, it's working with them, getting them back to school, whatever that case may be. Um, so, again, just wanted to spend a little bit of segment. Last time, last week we were talking about what happens when people die. And this, this way we're trying to show people, like, hey, there's ways. Let's get out a little bit early. This um, is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show presented by Thrive Financial Services. We'll get to a break. We'll continue uh, with David and Brett when we come back. And back here live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, this is the Retirement Roadmap Radio Show presented by Thrive Financial Services, 1-800-516-5861, along with Brett Elam and David Bazaar. I'm Joe Krause on a Saturday morning. Again, those two workshops, uh, June 27th at the Springfield Township Library. June 28th at the Upper Dublin Township Building. Both start times will be 7 o'clock. The topic of conversation will be uh, taxes uh, in retirement. We spin out of our conversation or our segment uh, with Brett. We'll kind of open up and have some good dialogue, uh, David uh, and Brett, in this segment. The one variable that I kept thinking about while Brett was going through those five mistakes and his example of a client who had come in um, for a complimentary visit um, was that variable of never knowing how long you're going to be. The, the news is telling us we're going to live a lot longer. It's telling me that every time I read an article that I'm going to, I'm going to live longer now. So with that requires a lot more preparation or requires a different, a better plan than we currently have. Joe, well, what I think, yeah, I mean, one of the common remarks that we get at the end of our workshop is that, you know, you guys have made me realize that this is a conversation that I've never really had. You know, if, if I'm self-managed, I certainly haven't had it with myself. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that there was this many moving elements to what retirement income planning is all about. And then, you know, we've got many, many folks that attend our workshop that do have financial advisors, you know, been working with them, you know, whether it's short, midterm or long term. And but they say, you know, my financial advisor primarily talks to me about what investment choices to make. And what I've realized by attending your workshop or looking at your website is that, you know, retirement has a different set of rules to it. And, and there really isn't a very good playbook out there. Uh, and that's what's rewarding for us. You know, when we when we get started at a workshop and, you know, you know, five of seven, ten of seven, you know, as the room starts to fill in, I'm always um, I'm very humbled, you know, about how many people actually show up. And, and I feel such a degree of obligation to really deliver. And, you know, public speaking is not the easiest thing in the world. And a lot of times when people come to these workshops, they're expect and, and, you know, we don't serve a sizzling steak and, you know, you know, a lava cake at the end and all that type of stuff. We're really there to kind of roll up our sleeves and go to work and really get people to understand that there, there is a playbook. You may not have it in your possession, but you better get a hold of it. Or you may not navigate retirement successfully. And the worst thing that could ever happen is, you know, your money running out before you do. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really important thing for our team. It's something we're very, very passionate about. And, you know, what I wanted to do is maybe spend a couple of minutes in, in sharing this conversation. You know, if people decide to come out to a workshop and then take us up on that complimentary offer. Uh, and I tell people there is a difference between complimentary and free. Right. You know, free, 
you get what you pay for. You know, it's you, you come in where you, um, you're really not willing to unfold your arms. You remain skeptical, maybe even cynical about the appointment. And uh, we really just don't collaborate with each other to get you the information that you need. Complimentary is when you let your guard down, right? It's like, you know, look, I'm here for a second opinion. I'm here to find out some more information. And you're willing to share. Now, we're not asking you to become our client. We're not asking you to do business. And I know that's fine, you know, hard for people to believe in our audience. But, you know, we could give you literally hundreds of testimonials of people that we never asked them to become our client. They asked us if we would hire them as our clients. And, and we're happy to do so. And, you know, it, it, if you're serious, I mean, if you're really serious about learning and understanding and really, uh, you know, kind of taking hold of that retirement plan so it's a success for you, then, of course, we want to meet you. And if we're the right team for you, God bless. And we're, we're happy to you know, work for you at 150 percent. So some of the things that we talk about, you know, in the uh, complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap review is these four topics, right? We're going to go through Social Security slash Medicare. We're going to go through tax efficiency in retirement. We're going to go through how do you do a successful, well-thought-out, fully-implemented stress test to make sure we look at every single angle possible to make sure that you get two thumbs up for your retirement. And then lastly, and most importantly, kind of related to the time that we're in, is are you properly invested for two things, market conditions and your risk tolerance level? So those are the four big topics that we go through in a workshop, and then ultimately in one of these complimentary second opinion consultations, Joe. That's a lot. It is. And, and it might sound a little bit overwhelming, but because, look, you know, we get the opportunity to do it 20, 30 times a week. Um, so it's very routine for us. Doesn't make us calm or, you know, you know, that it's so routine that we don't pay very close attention because. Well, no, because everybody's. Everybody's scenario, as Brett had and used the example in the last segment, everybody's scenario has different variables. There's there's different contributing facts that are going to change the puzzle every time. So 20 or 30 times a week, there's 20 or 30 different puzzles. That's it. And it's not routine for us by any stretch. And then secondly, the luxury of sitting with 20 or 30 new families lets us see every possibility. And we've been doing this two and a half years specifically for this market of retirement income planning. So we've sat with thousands of people at this particular point. And there's not, you know, I would tell you, and I try to say it as humbly as I can, there's nothing we've seen that we can't give very, very good guidance on. We had a, we had a client come in this week, um, this past week, and um, a very, very complicated situation. And uh, he said to us, he came in for two reasons. One was um, he caught our radio show as he was leaving a grocery store and literally sat in the parking lot of the grocery store for over an hour to listen to our show incomplete. And he said, I have visited with very high caliber, at least what I thought were very high caliber financial advisors. I've spoke, I've read, I've, you guys just on the radio, it was the first time that I heard someone that I could relate to who sounded like they knew what I was talking about. And when he came in, we did. I mean, it's something we've dealt with in the past. Um, For him, it's the first time, first go around. For us, we've done it many times. So when I said, 
you know, it's going to be kind of simple for us. He was a little taken back. And then I proved to him that it's going to be pretty simple for us, you know, to help him navigate that. So, you know, I'd really encourage our audience to go spend some time on our new website when we launch it within the next two weeks or so. And then, uh, you know, if you see one of our ads on Facebook or you hear on the radio that we've got a workshop that's close to your area, come on out and visit. And look, if you want to come three or four different times, you are more than welcome to show up until to, you know, hopefully at some point you'll get a comfort level that you'll take us up on this offer and we'll go through it and explain to you that there's 567 different combinations of how you could possibly take social security and what these Medicare cert people are so not informed, Joe, on these Medicare surcharge levels. You know, sometimes it looks really good. Brett has said this many, many times, you know, while both you and your wife or both you and your husband are alive because you don't meet the surcharge level. But when you start filing that tax return as a single filer and that Medicare surcharge level comes to $85,000 and you're getting a big Social Security check, two pension checks and your required minimum distributions, and now you're going to pay two or three times more than you thought. If you understood how to make sure that your cash flow was exactly where you needed it to be for you to meet your monthly expenses and everything else, but structure your income that shows up on the tax reform or the tax uh, form to be the least amount possible so that you don't get hit with their surcharges, that there's many strategies to be able to do that in a legal way. So again, these are topics, these are conversations that we are very fluent in. And um, we just find the vast majority of people in our space and in our industry are more focused on just getting people to make the right, so-called right, you know, investment decision. I, I cannot say it enough. And you've heard me or perhaps those listening have heard me say on this or other programs radio is theater of the mind and i can't ask our listeners or stress to our listeners more to absorb and listen uh to david and brett and karen um and really take you up take you up on coming to a complimentary workshop take you up on coming to um a roadmap retirement review And as comprehensive as it is, um, it remains complimentary in that initial stage for you to be able to just get information, David. It's amazing. I I, I commend you and I commend Brett. Congrats on it. That's that's well done. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's um, in this world, it's a very skeptical, cynical world that we live in with fake news and all the geopolitical shuffling that's going on out there and all that type of stuff. I think when people will meet Brett and myself and Karen, they just get they just get a sense that we're incredibly authentic about what we do. And um, I tell people at our workshops, I say, look, if if you'd like to come in, we're happy to meet with you. But if you're not really interested, don't feel compelled. I mean, we're as busy as busy can be. But we just feel so um, I really think it's an obligation to get out to the community and help them understand and be a force of change so that people do, you know, retire. It's funny, Joe, we actually, you you know, you kind of get a sense when somebody walks through the door. We're actually finding other financial advisors showing up at our workshops and I welcome them. I think it's great. I got to be honest, you know, because, <laughs> right, right? I mean, imitation is the biggest flattery, right? <laughs> but it's, it's awesome because, you know, if they do take what we do, 
there's so many people just in the Philadelphia Valley. I mean, right, just in the Delaware Valley. You, you know, you don't have, you know, you're, you're intruding on our space. We don't care. You want to learn what we're doing and help your clientele? I sat down with somebody, you know, I won't mention the company they work for. And she said, you know, in all the training that I've been in and all the things that team meetings we do, we've never talked about this stuff. This is so critically important. And I said, look, if you even want to come to our training classes on how we do it for our advisors, feel f- anybody who can spread this word, I think um, I think they're really doing people uh, a, a great, valuable service. This is a Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show presented by Thrive Financial uh, Services. As I sit with David Bazaar and Brett Elam uh, on this Saturday morning around the Delaware Valley, uh, we send good wishes out to Karen, who is not with us uh, this morning. Um, but I sit in awe of the statements that you make and of the conversations that we have when we're not on the radio. And I convey and I want the listening audience to get it. Uh, Come to one of the workshops. uh, Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. My friends, it's as real as it gets. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, it's as real as it gets. Gets. We'll take a commercial break and we'll continue uh, with uh, the radio program here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT back in a moment. Well done. Well done and well said. Good stuff. On uh, Wednesday, June 27th at the Springfield Township Library, starting time will be 7 p.m. And then on Thursday, back to back next week, this upcoming week uh, at the Upper Dublin Township Building, the start time will be 7 o'clock Uh, as well. Taxes uh, in retirement. It's a complimentary uh, workshop. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com or call at 1-800-516-5861 to get some information. And hopefully, uh, if you have one of those two dates available, you can attend uh, the workshop. Uh, An absolute, in a world where there are not very many guarantees, I'm willing to go out on the limb and say this. I'm not even going out on the limb. Guaranteed, you leave that workshop more educated than when you arrived at the door. I think that's a fair statement. That's a very fair statement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to piggyback off of what David had said, talking about the difference between free and complimentary. Again, we're in a fortunate position that, that we have a lot of people through the workshops that see the value of coming out. And they're like, Let's, uh, we want to take you up on that retirement roadmap review, on that complimentary session, where, again, if you're going to fight us on some of the information we need to put it all together, it's okay. Again, and we made the comment last week, people come in all the time. You don't have to become our client. Again, we're in a fortunate position that things are well here at Thrive. There's, we're seeing, that, again, there's 20, 30 people on a weekly basis that it, we feel it's our duty to give back to the community. Educate them. Again, we're not, if you're okay with coffee and cookies and water, not, again, lava cakes and steak and, and so forth. Again, we think the information is going to be that much better than going out to one of those events that are out there. But, Krause, piggybacking off that, I, we met a client that was up in the, the Hankin Library up in uh, Chester Springs. I guess it was back in May. And they had just come in last week. He was 91 years old. And his wife was 70. So a couple of unique items that we don't necessarily see every day. But for those of you that may have a difference, an age gap of 10 years plus with a spouse, the IRS allows you to use what they call is a joint table, meaning that you have the ability, again, when you follow how much money you have to pull out on a monthly basis or an annual basis out of your IRAs. Again, at the age of 70, it's typically 3.65%. At the age of 85, about 7.5%. And then those of you that are out near that 
age 100, it's about 15%. It's a lot of money. But what happens is that if you are married to a spouse and there is a greater than a 10-year age gap, they allow you to use what they call as a joint table. What that allowed this couple to do was it was going to bring their, their um, we call it their divisor that the IRS gives them. It was going to put it down in the range of about 17, where what that translates into was that it was actually they were having to pull out less than what an 85-year-old would have to take out. And one of the big questions, and he was sharp. He was sharp as a tact. He was, he was slow, but he was phenomenal at the information that he had. And he wanted to convert his $1.2 million IRA to a Roth IRA. Now, and we'll let that sink in because we did the analysis in front of them because self-managed, they had done a lot and they had done some pretty good estate planning about 20 years previous. But when we sat there and said for every dollar that you were going to cash in, you were going to lose 33 cents, it was like, whoa, maybe we don't want to do that because they had the flexibility. Again, he was 91 years old. And again, when he passed, it was going to go to a spouse. Again, that was part of the estate planning that they had done, where she was then going to be able to treat that as her IRA. But on the other hand, in some of the estate planning that they had had, because when David talks about, he does a great job of talking about riskalyze and, and one of those reports that we go through, part of that re retirement roadmap review. And we looked at their portfolio. They had scored a 65, but yet their risk tolerance, what they could stomach, we call their agita level, was a 15. That's a big divergence between the numbers. And the number one reason that they said they had not switched their portfolio around, because they had a good balance between IRA money and non-IRA money, was taxes. They had almost $800,000 in long-term capital gains that was coming um, from their non-taxable, or pardon me, their taxable monies, that they are fearful of going to, to pay those dollars to, to go ahead and 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 reduce the risk on that side of the portfolio. So what we had done was through that tax exercise, the assets that were in his name only were going to actually be going to, um, it was a second marriage, going to his children. I go, we really don't want to touch those. And here's the reason. And, and his health was okay. But when he passes away, his children was going to be able to inherit those after-tax dollars on a stepped-up cost basis, meaning those long-term capital gains were not going to come into play. That was a big deal. It's like, we can't touch those assets. I go, as a fiduciary, again, yeah, they're risky out there, but we can balance the rest of the portfolio around, made up about, about a quarter of their overall portfolio, okay? So we left those risky. But what we had shared is she had some taxable money, too, to the tune of about $420,000 of long-term capital gains. It was worth about $750,000, of which $420,000 was taxable. When we redeemed those assets... Look, and again, we did a side-by-side -side comparison. She was going to pay about $88,000 in taxes. I go, there's one way to get rid of that tax bill. And they looked at me and said, what? And it's something David just commented on a little bit ago in the first segment. Is that if the market goes down, it'll get rid of your tax problem. Again, if, I, if it's worth seven fifty dollars and I have $420,000 in gains and the market goes down by half, you won't have a $420,000 tax bill anymore if you cash all this in because you just lost half the money at the end of the day. So taxes always need to be a consideration when we talk about overall um, asset allocation, but it needs to be number four or five, not necessarily number one, because again, we're at a nine-year climb off of, I guess it was March 2nd of 2009, where the market's just gone sky high from there. 
and we've talked about 51% growth in the market just over the past couple of years from the beginning of 16 through the beginning of 18 before that rocky road hit again in February. Is it starting to put all those pieces together and again trying to find balanced portfolios of trying to do some estate planning because another big deal for them. David just chatted about it. What brought them into the workshop was what we were talking about, Medicare surcharges. Because every year they get a little bit older. They have to start pulling out more and more required minimum distributions, and she just turned 70, so it's 70 and a half. Now she's got to start taking her IRA assets out. So again, for us to sit here and tell you that every conversation is the same, they're never the same. Again, some people have tax problems. Some people have Medicare surcharge problems. Some people are just trying to figure out Social Security. Again, it just people are just looking for peace of mind. What's that rate of return I need to earn to give me that peace of mind in retirement where I don't need to go out there and take a lot of risk? So, again, I, I shared a story here, but that's what that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is. It's why we, we're doing these workshops six, seven times a month all over the tri-state area is to, is to give back to the community, to say, hey, we need to educate ourselves a little bit more on income planning, social security planning, on tax efficiency, retirement, putting all those puzzle pieces together because so many times that dialogue is about your investments, your investments, your investments. And David, is it, is it, it off of Brett's conversation? Is it easy for a, a couple to know or to see what to expect? 10 or 15 years down the road? It's not, is it? Uh, you know, Joe, what I would say is it depends. You know, it, 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 uh, you know, there's that law in physics, right? A body at rest tends to stay at rest. So, you know, if somebody was less proactive during their working years and trying to really put a plan in place long term, maybe abdicated some of that responsibility to a financial advisor or an accountant or something like that, um, it's, it's, I would say for that person, it's a little bit more difficult. You know, it's a little bit more difficult to know what questions to ask. That's why there's such a surprise. There's such an engagement at our workshops. Um, you know, when we first started doing them, you know, we didn't know what the reaction was going to be. Now that we're two and a half years into it, um, you know, people come up to us after. I, I got to be honest, I don't mean this in a mean-spirited way by any stretch, and I know our audience kind of probably recognizes that with me, but sometimes I was wishing they would leave a little earlier. You know, I mean, like, we're there. The workshop ends at 8.15 and 9.15. You know, we're still answering questions and, you know, going through scenarios. And I say, look, just come on in and spend one hour with us. One hour. You know, we'll answer all these questions. We have, I mean, we've got patience of a saint. Um, no question is stupid. Uh, we really want you comfortable. You know, that's why we wrote that book, you know, Financial Peace of Mind, right? Navigating your way to a successful retirement. Um, we wrote that for a specific reason. We want people to enjoy that. I'm planning on enjoying it. Why not others? Join us here on the Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Quickly, uh, June 27th at the Springfield Township Library at 7. June 28th at the Upper Dublin Township Building at 7. Taxes in Retirement. Hey, Joe, just real quick. That, uh, that is in Montgomery County, Springfield, not Delaware County. You didn't say either. It's just okay. it's, it's Montgomery County. 
County, Springfield. Springfield Township Library in, in, Mon- in oh, Montgomery County. Correct. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and Brett Elam uh, for uh, being a part of the big show, we thank our listening audience here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Until next time, I'm Joe Krause. Good day, everybody. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.